All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Are you ready? That's right, who ball is time for the box score breakdown. What's up, guys? It's Josh Millman. We're back Wednesday night, December 18th. We've got a niner for you. We're doing this podcast from a walkie-talkie. Nine games of NBA action here on the box score breakdown. A hoop ball presentation. With me, as always, my good friend El Capitan Kurt Beach. Kurt, what's up, dude? Josh, I'm living the dream, brother. Just doing some traveling. Home with the family, so hoping that we don't hear any crazy noises, but I got the little one running around, so so we'll see. If there's any crazy noises, just just chalk it up to some holiday cheer. Well, maybe he's got some fantasy insight for us. You never (laughs) know, so. Yeah. Uh, 
a guest guest spot on the pod, I suppose. You know, now I just uh, it's all good. You know, family, Christmas, travel. You know, you know how it gets. We are one week away, so you know we're all we're all gearing up for the madness here, as I'm sure you are. Yes, sir. Uh, and in any case, this is again the box score breakdown. We are a hoop ball presentation. Check us out, hoop ball.com. Uh, we, as always, are presented by the great folks at Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Uh, so, this podcast, like all of our shows, is brought to you by Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee Company. Check out their website at hawaiianisles.com on Amazon by searching for Hawaiian Isles Kona Coffee or on Twitter at HI Kona Coffee. And don't forget, we have the Bruise Letter. That's right. Our very own Aaron Bruski, our founder, our overlord. He's writing an email newsletter for the 2019-2020 season, and you will not find it anywhere else. And it's very simple. Just go to hoop-ball.com, sign up for the email newsletter. It's free. There's nothing you need to do. Just go to the site, go to the newsletter, sign up. It takes 10 seconds, and you get Aaron Bruski, the man, the myth, the legend, straight to your inbox. It is the best basketball insight, not just fantasy basketball, just basketball insight that you can find anywhere. And again, goes right to your inbox. So definitely go check out hoop-ball.com slash newsletter and sign up for our very own bruise letter. And with that, we've got nine games of basketball to break down for you. Kurt, I'm going to start us off with the Cavs and the Hornets. Uh, Cavaliers winning 100 to 98. We're going to start on the Hornets side here. So running down, we had a big game from Terry Rozier, 35 points. And it's a four steals in there, three rebounds, two assists. Uh, not great percentages, but a high volume here. 12 of 27 shooting and seven three-pointers for Rozier. Four of four from the strike. The monster line for him. Uh, really solid work for Rozier. He can be up and down again with those shooting percentages, but a great night for him tonight. Uh, less so. Devontae Graham, only 3 of 16 shooting tonight for 9 points. He did have 9 assists and a couple of steals and a block, so that salvaged the line a bit, but the 3 of 16 shooting is just pretty brutal, but at the same time, you kind of expect that from these guys. Uh, Rozier and Graham will will trade some uh, poor shooting nights here and there, and this unfortunately was one of them. Uh, Cody Zeller uh, has now started again with uh, Bismack Biombo. Uh, Zeller played 31 minutes, had 15 points, nine boards, two steals, and assists. Uh, I've been advocating adding him. If you haven't already, he can plod his way into top 100 value. He hadn't been getting the minutes earlier, but with P.J. Washington on the shelf with his finger injury, Zeller has been the one to scoop up those minutes, so he is an add at this point. Less so, Miles Bridges only played 21 minutes tonight, had six points, Three rebounds and assists. Um, the breakout right now just does not seem to be happening. He has really struggled this year. Uh, it's been Devontae Graham again who has maintained his position as that surprise breakout on this team. And uh, Miles Bridges has really struggled. And, you know, it's, uh, it's getting to the point where, you know, we know that he's had top 50 stretches, especially last year, but it's getting real, it's getting increasingly hard to depend on him. And uh, I'm starting to have eyes to look elsewhere with uh, Miles Bridges and where I have him. 
Again, Bismack Biombo got the start at center. Only four points, seven boards, two assists, and a block. It's a, it's a streaming rebounder and, and, and blocks guy. And uh, Zeller's the better option on this team right now. And off the bench, uh, Marvin Williams, uh, 10 points, four assists, four rebounds, but not nothing on the defensive side. And uh, that's really it. Uh, Dwayne Bacon, who had a hot game, really cooled off in this one. He was only one of three and played 12 minutes. So not really much else uh, to go on here. Uh, Kurt, anything that I missed on the Hornets side of things? Uh, only real thing, I guess, is if you were holding Malik Monk for some reason in a deeper league, he left with a hip contusion. So, you know, hips are kind of finicky. You could probably cut him if you're in a deeper league and move on somewhere else. I like your take on Zeller uh, with PJ out at least for another week and him and Biombo both starting. He's He's been the center to own there. Like that for take. sure, absolutely. Uh, also, Nick Batum was a DMPCD today. No injury news. So if you own him for whatever reason, uh, he's been a cut candidate pretty much all year. But that just increases the reason to cut him there. Over on the Cavs side, we had Kevin Love leading the way with 16 and 14, seven dimes, one steal, one block, four three pointers. He's been really up and down this year. Just inside the top 90 on a 9-cap per game value. Jetty Osmond had one of his better games of the year with 18-3-1. Chipped in two steals, one block, one three. His stat line is usually too empty to depend on in standard leagues. More of a 14-16 teamer there. Tristan Thompson had a better game, uh, at least in, better than he's had in the last couple weeks with 14-13. and 13. Uh, Made two of two from the free throw line. Colin Sexton had a solid game, 10-14 of 14 shooting, which is... Not really what you expect from him. 23 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 3 steals is nice. No 3s, no blocks, 5 turnovers. Darius Garland coming off a hot game. Had 7-6 and six tonight with a 3-pointer. Shot 3 of 10. Uh, that's kind of where he is as a rookie point guard. He'll have a solid game, an off game, solid game, off game. I still think there's a shot in the second half of the season that he could be a guy that you'll want on your team. But I don't think he's really even worth a stash right now unless... Unless you're really high in the rankings, you can afford a luxury stash. Off the bench, Kevin Porter might also see a decent run in the second half, but only saw 16 minutes tonight for 7-2. and two. Again, more of a luxury stash here. Jordan Clarkson, fringy 12-team guy, had 10-3-3. Three three. No three-pointers, no defensive stats. And really, Josh, not a whole lot has changed here on the Cleveland side for me. What's your take on these guys? One guy that I do want to call out is Larry Nance Jr., a guy who has routinely been a top 100 guy, can deliver defensive stats, and his his time has been dwindling, and his play has suffered. And this team, is, you know, they're very heavy with minutes on Thompson and Love, and, and unless one of these guys get dealt, hurt, etc., it's uh, his value has been really been suffering this year, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's been it, it's. For a guy who's one of those low-key, you know, he gets overlooked in drafts because he's not a sexy name. But you know, we, you know, you know where to find value for 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 him. Except he's just simply hasn't been delivering value. The defense has been lacking, and uh, he's kind of gotten lost in that rotation a little bit. Minutes been dipping under uh, twenty for uh, for a little bit now. This has been going on for uh, the last few games. He hasn't he hasn't hit that twenty minute mark. It's it's getting to that point where uh, owners may may hit the panic button a little bit. Uh, so that just just to wrap that up there. 
Uh, he had been a paper guy of mine doing rock, paper, scissors, but uh, it's uh, ooh, it's getting dicey if, the, if those uh, low minutes keep continuing. So we are going to move on to the Raptors and the Pistons. Raptors win 112-99. to 99. Uh, On the Raptors' side, Pascal Siakam, 26 points, 5 boards, 3 assists, 1 steal, 4 blocks, 10 of 23 shooting, 6 three-pointers. Uh, and another outstanding night for Siakam. I don't know what else to say about him. He's great. If you own him, you're happy. Uh, he's he's phenomenal. He can he can do just about everything. He's been a top twenty guy the uh, the past couple of weeks and has been kind of hovering in that range throughout the season. But he's heated up again, and uh, yeah, he's he's amazing. Um, let's see, Kyle Lowry, triple double, twenty points, ten boards, ten assists, two steals, a block. Uh, not a great shooting night, only 5 of 17, but Glowry has those kinds of nights. He did have three three-pointers with 7 of 8 at the line as well. Just, you know, a lot of a lot of extra usage with Van Vliet still out. At the same time, Norman Powell left this game uh, with a shoulder injury in the fourth quarter. Um, so that may even add to Lowry's usage moving forward. Norman Powell did play 33 minutes, but he only had nine points three boards, three assists. So if you went and tried to grab him off your waiver wires over the course of this hot streak, this is a very ill-timed injury. And what's worse is that Marcus Gasol left early with a hamstring injury. He only played eight minutes, had zero points, two steals, one board. Uh, again, left left early. I believe it was a hamstring injury. Um, and uh, Sergi Baca had 31 minutes off the bench, and he had a monster night, 25 points, 13 boards, two assists, a steal on 10 of 18 shootings. So if Ibaka is for some reason available in leagues, go get him immediately. Uh, and at the same time, uh, fortunately, Van Vliet's uh, coming back soon. Uh, at least we think so. Uh, but it might be time to look at uh, some of the bench guys again, like Patrick McCaw, who had 27 minutes off the bench, didn't do much with it, but also Terrence Davis, who had uh, had some nice games and filled in admirably. Uh, when uh, Ananobi was out and Lowry was out, and uh, the Raptors looked like they're dinged up again. They had gotten healthy, now they're dinged up again, so we'll see. And just to round out the starters, OG Ananobi played 35 minutes. He had 19 points, 8 boards, 3 assists, and a block. A uh, nice all-around night for him. He has 7-12 shooting and a couple 3-pointers as well, on, and 3-3 three of three at the stripe. Great line for him. Uh, this is, again, going to be a rotation just with the injuries that are going to continue to consolidate. Um, so there's, uh, it, we'll keep an eye on the news on Gasol and Powell, and we'll see how that shakes out. But there might be some value opportunities off the Raptors bench, uh, depending on the severity of their injuries and, and how, how much longer Van Vliet will be on the sideline as well. Kurt, a lot of news going on with the Raptors. Anything else? that you got for me on the dinosaurs all i got is uh people would probably see this news with marcus all going down and think oh it's chris boucher time but he only saw six minutes tonight and it's not like gasol left late in the game he only played eight minutes so if you were thinking boucher i would think again let him show us a game or two who knows how long gasol be out but i don't think boucher is a speculative ad and any standard or 14-teamers, maybe deeper than that. Really, that's all I got. You Would you be looking at Boucher in any any standard league here, Josh? No, I agree with you there. I think we need to – I think Ibaka is the guy to own. I think 
he, you know, Boucher had gotten the boost because Gasol really wasn't playing well early on in the year, and Ibaka was the one who was injured. So he was the one to naturally step up there, but I think this will be a little bit different. I think Ibaka will just slide naturally into that starting lineup. I don't, uh, I'm, not, I, I'm not entirely sold uh, on Boucher, but like you, again, like you said, keep your eye on the next couple of games. But if this is any indication, then uh, he's not going to be worth an ad right now. Absolutely. All right. Lay some pistons on me, sir. All right, sir. Holy guacamole. We had Andre Drummond return tonight for 22-18. and 18. Two steals, two blocks. Solid from the field. Okay from the free throw line. Uh, good to see he's over his allergy there. Blake Griffin. I know he was one of your cut guys. Uh, he returned tonight. 15-2-4. 6 of 13 from the field, which is actually a lot better than what he's been doing this season. Shooting a pretty atrocious 36% from the field. Uh, I agree with you, Josh, like you were saying the other day. He is very hard to count on getting up there in age. Not really helping you in field goal percentage and turnovers. Uh, Tony Snell started tonight. Not really anything of note there for anything inside probably 14 teamers. Luke Kennard. Uh, we told you he was a sell-high candidate before Blake Griffin came back. Seven points, two rebounds, three assists, two threes. This is probably uh, a lower end line than what you'll get on him on an average night, but he's not going to be that Luke Kennard we saw in the first three to four weeks to start the season. Bruce Brown got a start tonight. He saw 12 points, three boards, two assists, one three, only 20 minutes, four turnovers. Not really a standard league guy right there. Derek Rose off the bench was all right, 16, four, and five, no threes, but saw 28 minutes. Langston Galloway played 22 minutes, only six points and a three. Um, still haven't seen the return of Reggie Jackson. Who knows when that'll happen. One thing of note, I guess, here is uh, Christian Wood went down with a knee injury. Yeah, left knee, uh, left in the second quarter. They're hoping it's minor, but if you have him and he was one of your last guys on your roster... Depending on what the fallout is of this, you could probably move on there, especially with Blake and Drummond both back. Then again, who knows how long it'll be before Blake's out again. Uh, but we see them more often than not lean on Markeith Morris over Christian Wood. And really, Josh, that's all I got on these Pistons. What do you got? Yeah, this team's brutal um, outside of Drummond. Uh, again, I advocated the, the cut for Griffin because, again, this is as good a line as he's had all, all season, and even that isn't going to meet yeah. his draft capital uh, with, with 15 points, four assists, and two boards. I mean, again, that's fine if you're you know fishing for top three, you know top like 125 guy, but not not someone of Blake Griffin's caliber. I'm I'm kind of stunned that he came back so quickly. Me too. I'm sure he's trying to tough it out, you know, and and God bless him for doing that. But, but it seems like this, again, I'm not a doctor. Um, I, I'm not going to speculate. But, for, again, having missed the early part of the season for having, you know, reports of knee soreness and just uh, the play, the lack of rebounds, et cetera, just the general lack of explosion, I'm still very concerned about uh, Griffin moving forward. Um, so maybe if you can flip him for something, you know, go for it. Uh, but, again, I, 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 I am not – investing in Blake Griffin anywhere in any league of mine. Um, and that's, yeah, that's really basically all I got for the Pistons. So why don't we move on to the Bulls and the Wizards of uh, Chicago? 
winning 110 to 109 in overtime. It was a close one. And on the Bulls side, Larry Markinen, 31 points, nine boards, an assist, a steal, a block, 12 of 19 shooting, five three pointers, a perfect two of two at the stripe. He's been fantastic again. And, you know, again, if uh, you've bought low on Markinen, congratulations. And uh, he's because he, over the past couple of weeks, has been a top 25 per game player. And again, that's, that's the kind of ceiling that he can deliver. And he's been great. This was another fantastic line for him tonight. Uh, he's starting to get his groove back. And that's, uh, that's really great to see, especially for the owners that invested an early pick in him. Wendell Carter Jr., nine points, nine boards, two assists, a steal, and three blocks. And not a big scoring night, not a great shooting night either. Only three of eight from the floor, but at the same time, a pretty well-rounded line. We will happily take uh, the four defensive stats as well as the near double-double. So that's pretty good. Chris Dunn is still starting. Uh, played 35 minutes in the OT game. He had 15 points, five boards, five assists, and a steal. Uh, he's Again, he's more than just a steal streamer at this point. He's been locked into that starting lineup of late. And uh, as long as Otto Porter remains sidelined, there is top 100 upside in his game. And um, I, I'm, I'm still hanging on to him in leagues. And, uh, yeah, he's been a top 100 guy over the past couple of weeks. He's kind of stre- inching into that area on the season. And we know what he's capable of. He's one of the best defenders in the league. So just uh, keep, keep rotting him as long as he's in that starting role. Uh, Zach Levine, 24 points. Um, five boards, five assists, three steals. And we'll happily take three steals because the shooting was absolutely atrocious. Six of 23 from the floor. Uh, a good 11, a perfect 11-11 at the strike, which helps salvage things. Uh, but uh, we kind of know Levine continues to be as some empty calories, uh, some high scoring, and not a whole lot else. He, I mean, just the scoring alone and, and some of the volume that he delivers is, go, is going to keep him in that top 50 area. But uh, some, some nights like this where he's uh, shooting poorly can really weigh your field goal percentage down just on the heavy volume of shots that he has. And uh, Thomas Sandoransky, 17 points, seven boards, six assists, and a steal. Nice all-around line for him on 7-11 shooting. He's been a solid mainstay. You do get a lot of questions on him. You know, what do we do with him? Whatever, you hang on to him because this rotation has tightened up. And uh, it's Sandoransky and Dunn that are uh, sticking around that starting lineup uh, with some of the injuries that they have had. And they've done so in, in place of Kobe White, who only played 18 minutes tonight and three had three points and three boards and nothing else on one of six shooting. And uh, uh, Ryan Archidiakono only played 14 minutes, had two points, uh, four boards, three assists. So again, that that it was an unsettled uh, point guard rotation early on, but it pretty much is pretty settled right now. It's Dunn and Sadoransky are the guys to own at uh, you know, at this stage of the game. Anything else you got for me on the Bulls? Mr. Beach. Just to echo what you said, good sir, Dunn and Sadoransky, we get those questions about them. Sure, they're not sexy, they're not great from the field, but respectively, they're number 100 and 109 and 9-cap prior to tonight. So, easy 12-team guys, even even 10-teamers right there. So, keep holding on. Just because somebody's not sexy doesn't mean they're not helping your team. On the Wizards side, we had... A few guys out. Thomas Bryant, we know, is still out for initial timetables, three to six weeks. Could be 
or evaluate in three weeks, I believe, but we're expecting maybe it could be six weeks total. Who knows? Especially with as bad as the Wizards are. Uh, Rui Hachimura is down for at least five games, and I think uh, Mo Wagner is out for two. So with that, they recalled this guy, who I have no idea how to say his name, Anzej Pasechkis. That I probably murdered that. You can uh, try a better pronunciation than I can in a second here, Josh. Uh, he played 28 minutes off the bench for 9-8 and eight with an assist. I know nothing about this guy. I would not add him in a standard league, but if you're in a 14-teamer, 16-teamer, you need to keep a close eye on him. He could be a solid uh, weekly play. I mean, even in standard leagues, keep an eye on this guy because I don't know what he's capable of. With that... Our man Davis Bertans got 37 minutes tonight for 26 points, 7 boards, 1 assist, 1 steal, 1 block, 7 3-pointers, took 13 3-pointers, 3 of 3 from the free throw line. This guy has been an absolute monster. As Josh advocated, he is one of the solid, one of the rocks, should be owned in every league. Jan Mahinmi, he's he's filling in where he can, but he doesn't see an extended role, maybe a 16-team guy, 18. And six with three blocks followed out tonight. Isaiah Thomas is up and running again. Missing some shots from the field, but he's had 16 points, three threes, two boards, and an assist. Bradley Beal hurt you from the field tonight, four of 19. One of three from three-point land, but helped you from the free throw line, 13 of 14. So it kind of balances out. 22, seven, and seven. One steal, two blocks, five turnovers. Isaac Bonga started. Nothing to see there. Ish Smith off the bench played 33 minutes. 6-5-6. Uh, Troy Brown Jr. had a pretty solid line in only 22 minutes off the bench. He had 10-6-2 with three steals and two threes. Jordy McRae, who was a pickup in recent weeks in deep leagues, was a DMPCD. Josh, that's all I got here. What did I miss? This Wizards team is just all sorts of banged up on their front court. No, no Bryant, no Wagner. It's like holy Moses, they they are an absolute mess. So yeah, just keep your eye on this team for value. But again, if as a fluke, oh no way, sir! Like that's that's going to keep on rolling just based on just how great he's been playing and all of the injuries that have absolutely decimated the Wizards' front court. Bertans is not going anywhere. He's a monster. It's crazy. And no, I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Uh, this name, so <laughs> even though I just did try, I couldn't uh, but even no, find but him you know, maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah, we'll Google Translate or something <laughs> like that. Um, I, I, you know, look, all I can say is that Ian Mahimi is not a real relevant guy, especially if he's fouling out in 24 minutes. Uh, so, look, as long as again Wagner and Brian are out, there, there there's got to be some big man minutes to come around. And, Ru- and Rui Hashimura was out for this one too, and he's going to miss the next several games. So something's got to give because they need some sort of size. So you never know where that may come from. So just I don't add obviously, but just keep your eye on it. And if another decent game comes about, maybe you pounce just for, to get a, a streamer in there. Yeah. All right, moving on. The Miami Heat hold off the Sixers, 108 to 104. The return of Jimmy Butler to Philadelphia, and uh, he had a pretty quiet game in this one. Um, the, so much for the revenge narrative there. Uh, 14 points, seven boards, five assists, two steals. He did have four turnovers, only five of 11 shooting. 
what are you going to do? It's Jimmy. Don't worry about him. You know, just uh, probably just didn't have a great game in this one. And Philly's defense probably uh, clamped him up uh, in, in this game. So I'm not going to worry about it. But uh, our guy, Bam Adebayo, 23 points, nine boards, five assists, two steals, two blocks, nine of 16 shooting, and a pretty good five of six from the stripe. He's awesome. He continues to be awesome. So um, if you, it, again, I, I don't know what else to say other than, you know, it, the cat's out of the bag. He's a, he's a heck of a player and uh, a big reason why the Heat uh, are as good as they are and sitting with a 28 record. Kendrick Nunn played 41 minutes, shot 9 of 18 from the field, 26 points, leading the Heat scores. He also had five assists, four boards, and a steal in this one, too. Uh, he's still a hold. I know that things can get a little bit messy uh, in the Heat rotation, but again, as long as uh, Goran Dragic are out and uh, Justice Winslow is out, so his, uh, his uh, spot in the rotation is going to remain pretty solid. But this is a pretty thin team right now because the Heat played an eight-man rotation. Um, Duncan Robinson had 15 points in 38 minutes, uh, 5 of 11 shooting, 5 boards, an assist, and a block as well. So he's a hold. Myers Leonard, uh, not really standardly relevant, but he had 6 points, 5 boards, 2 assists, and a block in 29 minutes. But off the bench, this is, uh, this is kind of the thing. Derek Jones Jr., uh, 13 points. Six boards and assists uh, on five of nine shooting, two two three pointers as well. Could be worth a speculative look because this team is is pretty banged up. And if you're playing an eight man rotation, you can get value out of all those guys. Tyler Hero had nine points, eight eight boards, seven assists, and a steal. So a a near triple double for him. Uh, so not a bad line. Only four of eleven shooting. So again, I. I I thought just once Winslow came back and, and Shadrajic had been healthy that he would have gotten lost, but he still keeps uh, he still keeps hanging in there. I think his overall value isn't going to be that great, but at the same time, uh, as long as the minutes are there, he's probably worth uh, an end of your 12 to 14 team um, look at the end of your bench because he can uh, fill up the box scores here and there. Kurt, anything you want to add on the Heat? Man, just. Duncan Robinson, man, he's he's like a, a Davis Bertans light. And if he is available in your league, you need to own him. He's getting solid minutes. Sometimes he only gets you the threes and scoring. But you got to own this guy. Uh, I love your take on DJJ. He's really fun. He's got a really good stat set. And he's getting solid minutes. He gets you those steals, those blocks, those threes. And if you own Kelly Olynyk, man, he is just so up and down like a yo-yo. I... I'm done with him. I, I've owned him in a few spots. I'm done with him. I'm cutting him. His inconsistency is just too much. Going from eight minutes to 30 minutes, obviously that's not his fault, but I'm done with him. Yep, I hear you on all counts. Absolutely. On the Sixers side, not much really moves the fantasy needle here. Uh, you guys know this team. It's pretty much the starters. They had their full complement of starters tonight. Tobias Harris was good, 24-2, two threes. Al Horford, a little quiet, but still 9-4-3, one steal, one block, one three. Okay line from Horford. Embiid, 22-19. and 19. Three dimes, one steal, two blocks. Ben Simmons played 42 minutes, 17 points. Six boards, six assists, two steals, one block. Didn't kill you at the free throw line at 75%. Josh Richardson, who's been a little bit of a buy low in recent weeks after returning. 17-5-6, one block, three threes. Took 10 threes. Uh, interesting of note. 
and was second on the team in total shots with 17. Off the bench, the only guy that you're really looking at here is Matisse Tybel, and he only saw 14 minutes tonight. Actually, there was very, very few minutes in total off the bench. We had a 11 for Mike Scott, 16 for NS, 14 for Tybel. Not much going on here. Tybel did have three steals and a three. I'm intrigued if he's getting 25, 28 minutes, but this isn't enough. What's your take here, Josh? Did I miss anything? No, yeah, no, you're right. It's uh, Tybel is is if if you're trying to stream defensive stats, because that's really all that you can depend on here and there. Three steals is great, but the minutes just simply are up and down for him. And I think it this is a little bit of game situation at the same time. Um, but um, yeah, it's it's hard to depend on a guy for, as a, a standard league guy if he if his minutes keep yo-yoing here and there. And sometimes he gets hot, sometimes he doesn't. And, uh, again, just um, if you need him for steals, great. Hang on to him. If you don't and you need more room on in your standard leagues, then I, I don't blame you if uh, you want to throw him back on the wires. Yeah, get more get more value out of a guy like DJJ who's going to get you those steals, get in solid minutes, and could chip in across the board. I like it. I do. All right, we're going to move on to the Pelicans snapping their long losing streak, 107 to 99, beating the Timberwolves. On the Pelicans side, Brandon Ingram, what a monster. 34 points, six boards, five assists, three steals, a block, 12 of 22 shooting, three three pointers, a perfect seven of seven from the stripe. I don't even care about the five turners when I see this line. This is fantastic. What a, what a breakout he's been. Uh, you know, had the little injury scare earlier in the year, but man, oh man, just he's been fantastic, and uh, one one of the biggest surprises of the season so far. Uh, and, and again, he's holding his top twenty five position, which is which is absolutely phenomenal. So uh, struggled a little bit earlier, but uh, he's he's rebounded in a in a big way, especially in this one tonight. So again, keep riding that one out. Uh, Drew Holiday, uh, poor shooting night, uh, 5 of 20 in this one. 18 points, though, and he also had three boards, three assists, two steals, couple turnovers. Uh, just ball wasn't going down for him in this one. I'm not going to be overly concerned. Again, his name has been in the rumor mills, so I think a lot of people are panicking a little bit. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to say you got to hang on to him. Uh, you're probably not going to get the, the kind of value you think you're going to get. Uh, for him at this point because again everyone's worried about shutdown risk if he stays or trading if he goes but uh, again I think he's capable of big nights even with uh, Ingram uh, kind of carrying that team there Uh, so just hang tight I'm sure there will be better games ahead Uh, JJ Redick another name uh, who's been appearing in trade in trade rumors Uh, 12 points two boards an assist uh, two three-pointers which is where he makes a specialty and only four of ten shooting in this one so a, a fairly quiet night uh by jj reddick standards Derek favors only took two shots but made both of them tonight he had six points and 11 boards and a block uh only played 21 minutes they seem like they're still kind of easing him back in a little bit uh and giving him an opportunity to kind of feel his way around and uh but look the rebounds are uh it, that that's optimistic the uh, the block in there is optimistic. I think they're going to wait to get him a little bit more involved. Um, 
hang on to him. I think that there's still better times ahead. Uh, but, um, you know, ho- but hopefully they do increase his minutes uh, in, in short order. Uh, Kenrich Williams did get a start in this one, but did a whole lot of nothing with it. Zero points, three boards, so you can safely ignore him. Off the bench, Josh Hart played 30 minutes. He had 11 points, six boards, two assists, and uh, just turnover, but he did shoot the ball well. He's kind of a fringy guy. Uh, had some nice games early on in the season. The minutes are nice. Sometimes the production isn't there, though. Alonzo Ball played 21 minutes. He was 4 of 10 shooting. He had 10 points. Six boards, six assists. Uh, a nice a nice night for him. The four turnovers aren't great. Uh, I wish that we could see more from him. He's also kind of a fringy guy and, and, and probably just a bit of a streamer, depending on if you need assists or some out-of-position rebounds, perhaps. Uh, just he's kind of struggled to... One, stay healthy, but kind of crack more minutes. And uh, Joey Logafor had 13 minutes. Jackson Hayes had 14 minutes. So I think with Favors back, even though he's not playing uh, heavy minutes, that it's very clear that he is the uh, the starting center on this team now. And these guys are probably uh, just uh, just drops in standard leagues. And just some, you know, again, only if uh, Favors misses more time down the road, uh, do you do you scoop those guys up? That's it on the on Pelts for me. Kurt, anything you want to add? Only thing I got, brother, that I'll be slightly contrarian on is the Jackson Hayes thing. With as bad as these guys are, he looks good out there. Uh, he can kind of run with the offense a little better than Favors. And, yeah, Okafor took some minutes tonight. But we've been seeing Hayes get closer to the 28 to 30-minute uh, mark. I think 25 minutes in the last 30 games for 10 and 5 with 1.2 blocks and 60% from the field. I think... He'll get unleashed later in the year uh, if they shut some guys down here, and I think Favors could be one of those guys. So I'm holding on to him. Uh, I don't own him anywhere, unfortunately. Looking at my seven leagues, nobody dropped him. I think if he got dropped tonight, I think he's a good pickup. But other than that, agree with everything you said there, brother. Yeah, fair enough. I don't. I don't mind the the contrarian attitude. He did have a couple of good games prior to this one, but I just see this one um, and sandwich with another lousy game a few games ago when when. Favors returned, and it's just uh, I'm, I'm a little concerned about the consistency as well. Um, but if you're the optimist, you want to hang on to him, think that uh, in the long run he's going to be the uh, the guy, I, I don't blame him if you want to hang on to him. That's cool. Yes, sir. You Give want to hear about wolves. these wolves? Yes. All righty. So uh, Robert Covington, he was late for practice. He got demoted to the bench, probably a one-time deal. But that kind of woke him up in his counting stats. He had 15, 7, and 2 with 3 steals, 1 block, and 3 three-pointers. Hurt you a bit from the field at 5 of 17. 11 of those shots were three-pointers. So if he made a couple more of those, you're looking at a pretty solid line. Expect to see him probably in the starting lineup in the next game. Josh's boy, Andrew Wiggins, 27 and 7 with 2 steals, 2 threes. Gorgie Jang got a start tonight. I remember this guy. I've heard of him before. He had a 13-8 and eight with an assist. Don't pick him up. Jeff Teague got the start tonight. Five points, two assists. Uh, sorry, five points, two rebounds, nine assists. And Josh Akogi had three points and three boards. Not a standard league guy there. Neither is Travion Graham. Cat uh, sat tonight with a knee injury which uh, I believe he sustained in the last game and played through. So hopefully this is just precautionary. Hopefully we don't see him out too long. 
He's one of the pillars of health and when it comes to fantasy basketball. I wouldn't panic. It is a bummer to see him sit, but don't panic there. He'll be just fine. And really off the bench, gosh, we had... Uh, oh, Jarrett Culver was also uh, DMPC to... The, uh, sorry. He was DMP. It says coach's decision, but it's because he came up with an illness later in the game. Other than that, there's really nothing of note here. Deep leaguers, maybe Shabazz Napier with 10 and 6. Josh, you got anything on these Wolves? No, it, like you said, it's, it's kind of weird that... Uh, well, not weird, it's just it's not... It's it's pretty unusual that that Towns is out. Uh, so, but again, like you said, hopefully that uh, that isn't a a long term issue. Yeah. Uh, but Jang, like again, was a former top hundred guy and just got buried behind Towns. It's not as if he isn't capable, but he's only capable when Towns is out, and those those games are few and far between. Uh, Teague's been a roller coaster ride this year, man. Um, and uh, Wiggins is, you know, he's cooled off from that crazy, crazy start, but the volume's there. He's still uh, getting you some defensive stats as well. So uh, he's going to settle probably in that like top 75 ish range, uh, which, you know what, considering his draft price, that's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. All right. We are going to move on to the Thunder beating the Grizzlies 126. To 122, a wild one. We're going to start on the Grizzlies side. Jonas Valanciunas, 24 points, 9 boards, 3 assists on 11 of 16 shooting. Uh, a couple three-pointers mixed in there. So nice nice game for him. would like to see a, a block or two. But uh, a nice all-around game in only 26 minutes. So I'm not going to complain too much. John Morant, 22 points, 7 assists. A nine of sixteen shooting. He uh, also was only three of five from the stripe and had a three pointer. Uh, but again, it's good to see that he's uh, kind of gotten his groove back since he's back from the injury. Uh, he's been uh, pretty hot over the past couple of weeks. He's playing uh, like a top fifty player, which is excellent. And so hopefully he can keep that up. Dylan Brooks, fifteen points, six boards, two assists, and a block. Uh, only five of twelve shooting. Not the worst. Not the best either. Two three-pointers. Three or four from the stripe. He's been a hold. I'm, I'm kind of surprised. I thought there was uh, a lot of inconsistency in this game, but uh, he's been pretty valuable to this team. And uh, the lines just keep on coming. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm kind of holding him there. So he's been a top 100 guy over the past few games. I think he's been settling in that range throughout the season, maybe a little bit more below that kind of top. Uh, 150, but again, he's been creeping up there, and the last few box scores that I've seen him have been pretty positive. So, might be might be worth a hold o- over there. Uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. had a lousy night. Again, foul trouble being the main culprit. Uh, nine points uh, on four of nine shooting. Only uh, one rebound, one assist, a steal, and one block. Disappointing because this was such a high-scoring night. I didn't see if anything had happened to him in this game, but I do see the five fouls in, in limited amount of minutes. So uh, I'm assuming that that was it. And uh, we'll, we'll keep an eye out unless there was any news that I, I missed uh, that, uh, that it happened tonight. But I'm not seeing any. Uh, so, again, just assuming that this terrible line is just due to uh, heavy fouls in, in this one. Jay Crowder had uh, played 33 minutes and did a whole lot of nothing with it. Only one of six shooting, uh, three points. 
four boards, four assists, a steal. Uh, again, he's kind of a fringy guy. Kind of know what you're going to get with him. Um, so, if you again, if you want to cut him, I, I wouldn't blame you. Uh, but he's been kind of that, you know, edge of top 150-ish kind of guy. Um, so again, fringy guy. If you want to go look elsewhere, uh, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Not going to berate you for that one. Brandon Clark was a machine off the bench. Uh, 27 points in 25 minutes, 13 of 19 shooting. A lot of uh, John Morant to Brandon Clark alley-oops in this one. And uh, he, the, the Thunder had absolutely no answer for him. Monster night for, for Clark. It's good to see him that he's uh, completely healthy. Uh, Solomon Hill played 29 minutes, uh, had eight points, four boards, an assist, and uh, a steal, but uh, not really standardly relevant. 14, 16 teamers, fine. Uh, and that's it. About it, Kyle Anderson had nine points, six boards, and an assist, but he's kind of played his way out of uh, standard league relevance. And again, only 15 minutes, so we're not going to pay that too much mind. Kurt, anything on the Grizzlies side? Only thing I got, brother, is uh, if you were holding DeAnthony Melton, uh, he's a drop in standard leaguers, probably 14 teamers as well. Um, just file it away for next time if John Morant goes down or if you're looking for a pump play for DFS. If Jaw's not playing and they do some of this uh, rookie load management, play DeAnthony Melton over Tyus Jones. On the Thunder side, Danilo Gallinari, 20 points, 3 boards, 3 assists, 3 triples. Chris Paul, 18 points, 4 boards, 5 assists, 2 steals, 1-3. These guys, let me just give them some credit here. Chris Paul, if, if my math is right, has played 26 of 26 games for the Thunder. Has not missed a single game. He's one of the most injury-prone guys out there, right? He's number 18 on the season. Danilo Gallinari, he's number 54 on the season. And he's missed one game. And um, I believe what I saw from from Woj, one of the Woj bombs over the past week, not much of a bomb, but uh, he was saying that the Thunder are feeling less inclined to make trades this year, and they may not trade anyone till the offseason. So keep that in mind if you have Gallo and Chris Paul and you're actively trying to move them, you're worried they're going to get shut down, it might not happen. So they're both outperforming their ADP. You might just want to ride this out because you're probably not going to get back the value that they're playing right now. Steven Adams, 13-10 and 10 with 5 assists, no defensive stats. He's getting it turned around. Shea Gills, 20-9 and nine with one assist, two steals, two blocks. Good to see the defensive stats from him. He is outside the top 109 cat, 124 on the season. Should get better. Other than that, Hootball 6 favorite Dennis Schroeder had 31 points, 3 boards, 7 assists, 1 steal, 1-3. Really helped you at the free throw line at 10 of 11 and 10 of 19 from the field. Other than that, Merlin's Noel, 10-3 and three with 1 assist. Kind of a bummer. No defensive stats from him. Again, if nobody gets traded here, uh, keep riding Noel. He's been a top 100 guy. But just know that Adams getting traded isn't a sure thing. Other than that, uh, Diallo's still injured. He might be a guy who's worth a look in the later half of the season. Josh, what did I miss here on the Thunder? Chris Paul, over the past two weeks has been the fourth best player on a per-game basis in nine-cat. Number fourth. four. Number four, wow. which is which is crazy. And he's been amazing all season. Like you said, he's played in all of them. 
I think everyone's just kind of waiting for the wheels to fall off and then forget that Chris Paul is a basketball genius. He hasn't been playing crazy heavy minutes, but he's been far more efficient with the minutes that he's been playing. And like like you said, the the Thunder are hanging around. They're not they're they're not tanking. They're in the thick of the playoff race. They might play to get in because there's a lot that is in flux out west. So why not? If he's playing this great, you might as well hang on to him. They got a good thing going with with CP3, uh, Gilgis Alexander, and Schroeder playing in that three guard rotation. So why mess with a good thing right now? Yeah, I think I think write it out if you got him because you're not going to be able to sell for any first or second round value. Do you think, Josh? Yeah, I, you know, we had this debate on Twitter like that we were going back yeah. and forth on earlier. It was a debate M- about Embiid question. Uh, yeah, it was uh, Chris Paul and Embiid or Kawhi Leonard and John Collins, and I, I was the one standing uh, Chris Paul, and I just think that he's been he's been incredible, and just we keep anticipating, you know, oh, it's a matter of when that injury happens. Not if, but at the same time, as as my good friend uh, Sorio says on when we do our live shows on Thursdays, guys are injury prone until they're not injury prone. And all it takes is a good stretch of health. And sure enough, you know, they can shed that label quickly. And look, again, I don't I don't know. Do I trust Chris Paul won't? you know get injured he might he might miss some games here and there but at the same time there's never a guarantee that someone is going to just you know walk into a crazy injury so again like you said just got to ride this out because the value right now is just absolutely insane yeah all right we will move on to the nuggets beating the orlando magic uh 113 to 104 on the magic side uh nick vucevic 20 points on 7-16 shooting, uh, 7 boards, 5 assists, and a block. Uh, kind of quietish night for him, but again, this was uh, bound This was uh, bound to be a kind of a sluggish game between two kind of slower-paced teams. Uh, so uh, yeah, not, a, not, a, not a crazy great game for Vooch, but again, he's still Vooch. He'll be all right. And uh, Aaron Gordon, this is the kind of Aaron Gordon game I've come to expect. Uh, nine points on four of 14 shooting, uh, seven boards, three assists. He did chip in a steal and a block. Uh, but again, Aaron Gordon just wants to be a shooting guard for some reason. And this is the kind of night that you get because of it. And he's really only kind of hovered around the top 150. It's man, I like between him. Well, look, Blake Griffin at least has a knee injury to explain like his, uh, his, his poor play. Aaron Gordon doesn't have such a luxury because he's seemingly healthy. Uh, our boy Jonathan Isaac did not have a good game tonight. Uh, it seemed like there was a bit of foul trouble. I didn't see any news on him, but he only played uh, 17 minutes in this one. And um, quiet, quiet, quiet night. Seven points, five boards, no defensive stats, uh, no three-pointers either, only three of six from the field. Uh, I yeah he must have left in this one I did not see uh, what had happened uh, but uh, I believe that he yeah he left this game early um, I just see that he was unlikely to return it was uh, tightness in the hamstring and the lower back uh, so it uh, yeah we're gonna have to keep our eye on that one 
Uh, he was in some foul trouble, but it did look like um, he, he left with injury. So we will we will keep an eye on that, uh, obviously, because uh, you know it would stink to lose him for any stretch of time, especially uh, considering the season that he's had. Markel Fultz, 30, uh, 30 minutes, had 10 points, 4 assists, a rebound. Uh, did have a steal and a block, um, but again, only 4 of 10 shooting. Not, not his best night, but he's been so super consistent that... Um, we're hanging on to him. Evan Fournier, only 13 points, three assists aboard, also stealing a block, also four of 10 shooting. They pretty much had an identical line to Fultz. Uh, his torrid streak has kind of cooled off, and uh, but hang on to him. He's a good end-of-your-bench guy. Uh, DJ Augustin was the uh, big scorer off the bench. He had 18 points, uh, was pretty big for the Magic down the stretch, trying to get them uh, in, keep, to keep them in this game. Uh, four of nine shooting, seven of seven at the stripe. But again, a kind of a fringy guy. Um, again, Fultz is the, 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 the de facto starter on this team. He's the guy I trust more. Uh, Augustine's have been a little bit more up and down. And uh, some other uh, bench notables I got some minutes. Michael Carter Williams had 23 minutes, did, uh, had six points, uh, four boards, two assists. But he did have four steals. But again, you're only looking at him in the deepest of leagues. Terrence Ross has just been so hit or miss. 22 minutes, he had eight points, uh, two boards, an assist. No defensive stats either. Was two of four from deep. Mo Bamba, he's still getting that primary backup minutes to uh, Vooch. So again, per minute basis, he can still deliver. He had nine points, five boards, two steals, a block, uh, and did it only in 15 minutes. That's a pretty decent, well-rounded line for him in, in a short amount of time. Again, it is going to take a, a another injury to Vooch to, uh, for Bamba to, to step up beyond that. But So we don't hope that doesn't happen because we don't want injuries to Vooch. But again, um, could be worse uh, given, the, uh, given the limited minutes for him. But he is he's worth a hold because he can do a lot in the limited amount of time that he's been seeing. Kurt, anything uh, magical that you want to discuss otherwise? Nothing, brother. All the magic's with you. Yeah, thanks, sir. <laughs> On the Nuggets side, the best fantasy asset here, which we weren't saying a month ago, is Nikola Jokic, 18-9-12, one board away from a triple-double, one steal, one block, two threes. Good to see him turn it around. If you bought low on him, congratulations. Better days are in store. He's had a good last couple weeks. The best guy, or second best guy on this team by a, a stand fantasy standpoint, 9-cap, is Will Barton, which I did not anticipate coming in the year. Nine points, nine boards, three assists, two steals, one three-pointer. He kind of contributes across the board. Played 39 minutes tonight. Hopefully playing hefty minutes like that doesn't lead to an injury. Jamal Murray had a solid night with 33 points, five rebounds, only one assist, one steal, two threes, nine of 10 from the free throw line, and 11 of 19 from the field. So minus the lack of assists there, pretty solid game from Jamal Murray. Gary Harris who we all want to like. He's getting the minutes, but just kind of empty lines. He's been like a top 150 type of guy in 9-cat. 9-5-3, one steal, one block, one three. If he'd ever get his steals up closer to two, start hitting some more three-pointers, he'd be an easy standard league guy. We've seen him do it before. Uh, Paul Millsap, he's been uh, number 83 on the season tonight, 15-12. and 12. Nice line from Paul. Two assists. No defensive stats, but he chipped in a three. Off the bench here, Jeremy Grant, who'd gotten a spot start with Millsap out, only saw 19, or 20 minutes for eight points, one rebound, one assist, two threes. 
had some questions on whether he was a must-add for standard leagues. I didn't see it. Uh, if you picked him up, I think he's a drop. Maybe a 16-teamer. Other than that, there's really nothing here you can trust off the bench. Josh, did I miss anything here? Yeah, it's very interesting. The Nuggets were a team that were hard to figure out last year because they were so deep and they played a, a pretty deep rotation. And now, like, you look at this and they're like, oh, no, they're, we're playing our starters heavy minutes. And uh, that's where all the value is. And uh, yeah, like we, you said, Barton, Barton's been great. Jokic is getting better. Uh, Murray had a great night. And, yeah, Gary Harris is really the only one that, like, we're, we're struggling to understand what's going on there. He just uh, – I feel like he just needs to string together a few good games because – he should be owned. It's just he just hasn't been performing all that well. But uh, you would think that uh, he might get some of those games. It's just he's got to get his shot going. Yep. All right. Celtics, Mavericks. This one is a near final. It is currently 106 to 101. There are 33 seconds left in this one. Uh, so I doubt there's going to be that much change in this game. But uh, we will, uh, again, we'll continue to go through this. Um, as as we get to a final, Kemba Walker, 31 points uh, on 9 of 18 shooting, uh, 5 three-pointers, 8 of 10 from the stripe, also chipped in 5 boards at 3 assists and a block, and uh, is at the stripe again, so his the point total is now up to 32 as the Celtics take a 107-101 uh, lead. So really another, another solid night for Kemba Walker, which, which is outstanding. Uh, Jason Tatum. Uh, 24 points, seven boards, uh, and assists the block on 10 of 23 shooting. Uh, some heavy volume with him. Uh, the shooting's kind of been uh, a struggle, uh, but again, he's been uh, pretty much he's been great even without that. So you know, no worries on Tatum there. But with Gordon Hayward out of this one with a sore foot, uh, there was bound to be a ton of volume between Tatum and Jalen Brown, who had 24 points as well. Uh, also eight boards, including a steal and a block. Uh, 8 of 18 shooting, perfect at the stripe, which is phenomenal for Jalen Brown. So he's been uh, also another revelation this year. Uh, I guess big contracts can do big things for you. He's been great. Uh, so he's been a solid find for anyone who would be uh, left for dead uh, during draft season. Daniel Tice has emerged as kind of the starting center on this uh, Celtics team, uh, but didn't do much within 22 minutes. Two points, seven boards, an assist, a steal, and a block. Um, it's look, it's nice that he chips in, but again, he's really only a fringy guy. He's just not doing much on the offensive side of things. And even as a starter, he's only seeing minutes in the early to mid twenties. So I'm not, you know, as much as I want to get behind Tice, I just really can't right now. Semi Ojale got to start in place of Gordon Hayward and didn't do much. Only one of three from the field, three points, four boards and assists. I would safely ignore him in leagues. Uh, Grant Williams, 24 minutes off the bench. He had seven points, uh, two boards, an assist, and a steal. Uh, Ennis Cantor, 21 minutes, six points, 13 boards, two assists, uh, but really nothing else to speak of. Only two of 10 from the field. It's kind of like shocking that he really hasn't gotten going. He hasn't gotten his way in this rotation. Uh, I wonder what, what happens here if, uh, if he doesn't become a trade candidate as well for a need of some. Uh, some offensive scoring from the big position, uh, but uh, he really just has not cracked the rotation this year. He can fill it up in a short amount of time, but just hasn't done it for the Celtics team. It is currently 107-103 with 20 seconds to go. Again, 
Uh, we're less concerned about the outcome, just more concerned about the boxes. And I doubt there's going to be too much change. So we'll leave it at that. Kurt, uh, Celtics, anything else that you got that uh, you're thinking on? Main thing that I'm watching these guys from a fantasy landscape is the center rotation. And like you said, there's been nobody you could trust for a long time. It was Tice, and he's tailed off. They're splitting the minutes so many ways. But Robert Williams is supposed to be out for... He'll be reevaluated in three weeks. So that means Cantor will be the main guy off the bench. And something to look for, especially in 14-teamers of deep, Cantor only needs... 20 plus ish minutes to get you close to a double double good percentages no real defensive stats but i would keep a close eye on that uh because some people might not notice that williams was out i didn't notice that until very recently the other thing that i had was that gordon hayward didn't play today and he has some kind of a possible foot injury he's going to get an mri for and apparently this was a thing before he had his uh, what was it broken finger broken hand so they're saying that if this the results don't come up well for this, he could be looking at an extended absence here, which could be a bummer for him based on, you know, he had that solid run to start the season. We thought he was back, then he missed a good amount of weeks, and if he's out again, that's kind of a bummer for him. Uh, yeah, do you, do you got anything on that, Josh? Just keep your eye on the news and, and hope for the best, especially for you. Uh, uh... Yes, sir. Um, over on the Mavericks side, we don't have Luka Doncic yet. Uh, initial Maverick, me, sir. Oh, sorry. Yes. Say that. No, again. It's too bad. Yeah, we don't have Luka. We don't have Luka Doncic to talk about, which is which is disappointing. Yeah, definitely. So in the meantime, we got a bunch of fringy guys here. Kristaps Porzingis, I think Doncic being out might be just what we need to get him rolling. He's been a little disappointing so far this year. 23 points, 13 boards, 2 assists, 1 steal, 3 blocks, 2 three-pointers. That's what you want from the unicorn. Dwight Powell, he gets the minutes but doesn't do a whole lot. He's got those those beefy biceps going on, but 7-5 and five with an assist, 1 steal, 2 blocks. More of a 14-16 teamer. Probably not even 4-teamer, honestly. Dorian Finney-Smith has had some okay games. Four defensive stats tonight. Eight points, five boards. Jalen Brunson, who is probably the, the, the winner so far of the Doncic injury. Ten points, seven rebounds, 11 assists, two three-pointers. Uh, of him, Hardaway, Curry, and Wright, I think he's the guy you want to own. He's probably scooped up in all of your leagues so far. I thought Hardaway would be the next guy you want to own. But again, with Hardaway, it's all on his shot. If his shot's fallen, he's good. If his shot's not fallen, he doesn't do much else. Tonight, 4 of 17. But he did take 10 three-pointers. So the fact that he's taken those amount of three-pointers, he could he's a guy who could easily get you a 5, 6, 7 three-pointers on a given night. But he's very streaky. 13, 3, and 2 with one steal, three threes. Off the bench, we mentioned DeLon Wright. He only played 17 minutes, still working himself uh, back from an injury. I probably wouldn't own him right now. Six points, three boards, four assists, two steals in those 17 minutes. Not bad for limited minutes. Seth Curry, I, I was not anticipating this guy to, to see a good bump with Doncic out. So far, he's proven me wrong. 25 minutes off the bench, 20 points, four rebounds, two assists, four threes. 
He usually hits a good amount of threes like his brother, and he usually does it on a decent amount, uh, decent field goal percentage. So, yeah, I mean, if you have somebody worth a cut on the end of your bench, you could do that. Just keep in mind, all of these guys, Brunson, Hardaway, Curry, Wright, they're all going to take a solid hit in just about a week, 10 days, or, or whenever uh, Doncic comes back. Other than that, I don't have anything here. Josh, do you got anything for Dallas? Yeah, kind of take your pick between Brunson and, and Seth Curry. If uh, you need uh, three-pointers, uh, I, I would lean towards Curry. If you're looking for a little bit more of the assists and the counting stats, probably uh, Brunson. Uh, but I think both can be valuable guys. I, I don't. I don't think uh, you know both. Both are going to do pretty well uh, with Doncic out. And uh, yeah, Seth Curry has had uh, a couple of good games recently. So I, I would think it, again, if you're streaming, uh, either one of them are worth the add at this point. And just again, all waiting with bated breath until Luca comes back. It is late in the Trailblazers Warriors game. Um, again, we keep wrapping up with the Warriors, uh, which is very disappointing. But fortunately, they're not playing the Knicks this time. It's the Blazers who have been not so much equally disappointing, but disappointing nonetheless. Uh, there's about six minutes to go in this one. It is 105 to 102. It's now 107 to 102 in favor of the Trailblazers. Uh, so we will go through uh, some of these. Again, these are likely going to change. Uh, but at the same time, it's... Uh, you know, getting late, I doubt there's going to be too much variance in some of these things, barring this game going into overtime. Uh, but on the Warriors' side, D'Angelo Russell currently has 23 points on 8 of 20 shooting, 6 assists. He does have a steal and a block, uh, as well as a rebound. You know, we, we were hoping that he would be able to, um, you know, soak up all this usage and, and play big. It just hasn't really happened for him, again, between the injuries and this Warriors team being pretty lousy uh, that uh, Russell is, uh, I don't know, he's just hasn't been all that great. He's been pretty awful, actually, over the past couple of weeks. The shooting's been pretty lousy. He's been well outside of the, uh, the top 200. Uh, and even still, just on the season, just kind of a, an outside top guy again you kind of have to hang on to him for the volume but he's got to get his shooting touch back and eight of 20 isn't exactly uh bringing confidence in that but again there's not a whole lot of offense going on on that warriors team glenn robinson the third has 14 points four boards and a whole lot of nothing else five of ten shooting again a fringe top 150 guy maybe end of your bench draymond green seven points five boards two assists two steals only two of six from the floor Again, if you were expecting him to soak up usage, uh, that really hasn't happened either. Uh, it's been, a uh, again, just a disappointing season all around for anyone who's had uh, the Warriors. He has been bad over the past couple weeks or so. Again, been in and out of the lineup. Uh, fringe top 50 player, but again, we were hoping for better uh, for Draymond uh, than just being within the top 100 on the season. But again, kind of comes with the territory with the injuries and just playing on a, uh, a pretty lousy team. Willie Cauley-Stein, 19 minutes thus far, 12 points, 7 boards, and assists, a steal. Um, it seems like he's been splitting that time with uh, Marcus Chris and uh, Kevon Looney. Kevon Looney hasn't even played in this one, uh, so it seems like that starting job remains his. And uh, again, another fringy kind of guy. 
Um, I'm, I, I don't have a whole lot of faith in that front court. No one's really kind of come to the front court. Uh, excuse me, the forefront. He has had a decent stretch, but again, I don't trust it for uh, long periods of time. Um, he's, uh, you know, got he's got kind of like good per minute value. Again, I'm just I'm down on on Cauley Stein as a whole, but uh, again, the the value is there in limited amounts of minutes. I just I just don't trust it uh, over the long run. And let's see, Marcus Chris has a double-double off the bench, 10 points, 10 boards, and assists, and a block. He's kind of a hold also, just because we thought he would go away, and every time that we think he goes away, then you know he comes back and has uh, a pretty decent night. Uh, so it's a nice double-double for him off the bench. Um, and let's see, Alec Burks, uh, 14 points, 4 boards, 4 assists, a steal, and a block. Uh, only 5 of 18 shooting which is kind of a bummer. He had been really, really, I don't want to say great. He had, he had a good stretch uh, with all the injuries going on. The poor shooting is kind of rough. Uh, he's still going to carve out a role off the bench on this team. Uh, but also, uh, you know, with, with everyone somewhat healthy on this team, it's hard to kind of predict the rotations a little bit. So it's a little bit all over the map for these Warriors. Kurt, I feel like I'm struggling with this team. You know, let, like, give me some insight that I may not have on the Warriors or just anything, you know? It's it's easy to struggle when you look at this team, brother. The only thing I got is to hit on those two studs, Draymond and D'Angelo, because that's where teams are mo- losing the most uh, bang for their buck there. So, uh, as our benevolent overlord, Dan Besper, says, the Warriors are in the middle of a 10-game stint where they don't have any back-to-backs. So most likely Green and D'Lo are going to play most of those games unless they get a hangnail. So if they string together a few good games, and Dre's got a couple bum ones so far, unless he somehow goes beast mode in the last six minutes, you got to sell these guys. And it might be pennies on the dollar, but gosh, it's, it's going to be a rough... And, and, and painful ride to hold on to them all season. Draymond number 90 on the season of 9-cat. And D'Angelo, I'm per, uh, pretty surprised to see number 110. I didn't know it would be possible to score 21 points a game with almost three threes and be number 110. So these guys, if they string together some solid games, if you don't want to ride this roller coaster, you got to try to sell these guys. That's all I got. Do you agree with that, Josh? Yeah, I agree with you. Just, uh, I, I, yeah, it's just it's a struggle, and they're just not going to deliver the draft capital that you thought you did. No. Nope. Um, yeah, let's let's wrap this bad boy up. Give me some Blazers. All right, man. On the Blazers side, Carmelo Anthony, who has been on a terror in the defensive stats area, I can't see how this keeps up. But seventeen point six boards, one steal, two blocks, one three. You know, he was kind of fringy, and a lot of us. A lot of the entire industry was saying he's not a pickup in standard leagues. And he's been proving us wrong so far. He is currently number 101 on the season with .6 blocks. It seems like he's been getting more than that. 1.3 steals, 1.8 3s on 16 and 6. He's been doing surprisingly well. Can he keep this up? Can he avoid some kind of issues in the locker room or with the coaching staff and management? I kind of doubt it. But at this point, he's a must-own standard league guy, even 10-team league guy. Hassan Whiteside, 12 points, 21 boards, 2 blocks, no missed free throws, no turnovers. He is currently number 13 on the season in 9-cat in 28 minutes. 
Nurkic may return, but I don't really see him hurting Whiteside all that much, especially if Portland falls out of the playoff race. They have no reason to play Nurk. After tonight's game, Whiteside's probably in the first round value. So amazing season for Whiteside, paying off dividends. A bit of a uh, sell high, sure, but I don't really see a whole much, a whole lot reason for a drop off here. Damian Lillard, uh, and another note on that is we saw Whiteside a couple years ago before he was in Miami and having those mental problems with uh, Spolster on the free throw line. He was a second round guy, so it's not like we've never seen him do this before. Uh, moving on, Damian Lillard, 27 and 11, one steal, one block, two threes, doing Dame stuff. CJ McCollum, 10 of 18 from the field, which is nice for him. 27 points, four boards, two assists, two threes. Kent Bazemore, uh, some buzz around him. A lot of hoop ball guys hyping this guy up with a starting gig and with Rodney Hood out. 25 minutes, three points, one rebound, one steal, one block. Uh, would be a little contrarian to a lot of the hoop ball staff here. I'm I'm not holding him, Josh, in standard leagues. Uh, let me know if you're doing something else, but I'm there's not enough meat on the bone, at least for me. I, and granted, I might be different from the rest because I'm I have a little bit of an itchy trigger finger. So if I pick somebody up and they don't give me anything in a few days or a few games, I'm moving on. Like I'm I'm pretty quick to the wire. So uh, let me know if I'm wrong there. If you're doing something different off the bench, gosh, Scalabissier, ten and seven. Uh, Anthony Simons, he can score and hit threes. That's about it. Did neither tonight, 0.03s. Hazonia has not entered the game. Josh, that's all I got. What do you got on these Blazers? Are you doing anything different with Bazemore? No, I'm, I'm actually with you. I, I When Hood went down, the rush was, go get Bazemore, go get Bazemore. And I just didn't trust that he would be able to do a whole lot or that they would increase his minutes that significantly. Um, so I'm with you again. He's a very kind of boring own, yeah, and a very low upside guy at this point. So I'm not as I, I'm not as you know open to hanging on to him. If I see someone that I'm, I'm looking to grab, I, I don't have an issue trigger finger either. But I'm not I'm not going to be hesitant about dropping uh, Bays at this point. And yeah, like like you said, just. Carmelo is pretty much must own. I'll swallow my pride and just say you got to own him at this point. Like I said about Chris Paul, these guys are 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 healthy until they're not healthy. And right now, Carmelo's healthy and he's playing well. There's some defensive stats. He's uh, top hundred so far since his return. Top fifty in the past or uh, top fifty ish over the past couple weeks. You gotta you gotta ride that out. Got to ride that out. And, uh, yeah, but that's all I have for the Blazers. And that is all we have for Wednesday night's box score breakdown. Kurt, my man, it's been a pleasure, as always. We're one week out from Christmas. So, hoop ballers, enjoy yourselves. Uh, if you like the box score breakdown, you like what we're offering here, leave us a review. Um, you Hit us up on Twitter. I am at Josh Millman. Kurt, where are you at, man? What? What? Give me your captaincy. <laughs> Alrighty, so I'll try to spell this for you guys again. Uh, easiest way is to probably just look in the description. C a p t c a i n e g h i s. Maybe you could search, search hoopball captain. I don't know if I'm uh, that popular yet that I actually pop up when you search that, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it's it's been a great time. Thanks for uh, having me here, Josh. And uh, yeah, been great knocking out these big Wednesdays with you. Yes, sir. All right, Hoopballers, enjoy your holidays and uh, enjoy the rest of the games. Uh, take it easy, guys. Thanks for listening to the Box Score Breakdown. Have a good one. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.